Thank you once again for taking time with me this week for the Virtues newsletter. I hope some of my reflections and the virtue of the week will help you to maintain a more integrated relationship with yourself. And I trust that we'll be back together next Monday. Have a wonderful week. I also want to say how excited I am about the audience from Portugal and China and Africa, um, all the way, you know, over to England and through the U.S. and in Canada. So uh, let us know where you're tuning in from. I am so loving the reach in my reflections on the virtue of hope. You know, what, what's standing out for me is something that I said in the third episode about needing to really know who we are and the fortitude, the confidence that that brings and the relationship bridge between body, mind, and spirit, or spirit, human, and whatever else, soul. I'm not, I don't know how it is. I mean, we don't know, right? And that's what is so exciting to me about living at this time and at my age, knowing that I have been carrying this torch, this message, and the drive to create a relationship with body, mind, and spirit, or with my soul, and with my soul, um, it's you know I, it's been a forty-year journey so far. I'm I've and and it's still on track. So, you know, this, I talked about my sacred activism last week or my sacred action being painting. And I talked about the light in my life and how I've always had a relationship with light. And um, that is so significant in terms of where we're at um, in understanding the way we interact on an energetic level and how that interfaces with the earth and, and the plants and the animals and the stars and, and the, the trees and all living things. It's all part of a system and um, my soul has always known that this is the direction I needed to had to travel and so here I am it's 2023 and I'm talking about relationships with myself and my soul and inter and integrating with the 
spiritual part of who I am. So here are some of the reflections that I've had this week. Hope I've always seen as a double-edged sword, you know, between heaven and hell, somewhere in between with this virtue is a sweet spot where hope becomes me in times of turmoil. And I know that I have it so I can trust it and I trust it to remind me that I am enough and it helps me to navigate whatever I'm facing. Hope might even be steering the vessel when I descend under to sort out my stuff. It helps me to trust that the universe, God, grace, the creator, whatever you want to call the divine, it, it helps me to trust that, that the creator has my back and that hope is an angel that comes to buoy me, to hold me up and to help me stay afloat. And I've learned that hope can also lead me astray. So it works beautifully in tandem with wisdom and courage to keep it tempered because hope opens a chasm of possibilities where sometimes there's nothing to do but surrender, yet we get so fixated chasing untangible possibilities that we lose touch with the present moment and the people around us. As a hospice care volunteer, I see that quite a lot with families who are either focused on prayer and that we're not praying enough or something like that. So, you know, it can be, it can take us off and, and create a distraction so easily and so naturally that we don't even know, we don't recognize that we're chasing these distractions time after time after time. And it's important to remember that surrender is not a giving up. It's a trusting that the creator has a plan. The angel of hope in this case resides within us. And it's us trusting the process and choosing the vibe that hope becomes me, that I am and we resonate uh, together. So with courage and wisdom, I can be hopeful, courage to do my research, courage to surrender to the idea that not everyone can be healed, for instance. And it, it just, the whole thing, I think, wraps up in, really nicely in a poem that my grandmother, my Nana, used to recite. She would say, worry is like a rocking chair, keeps you busy, but gets you nowhere. 
And it brings me back to reminding myself to trust the process. Again, wisdom to do the research, to search beyond for a deeper truth, to know when to let go and when to surrender. Having the courage to challenge myself, to seek the truth, to surrender, to know that I cannot always fix or control the fate of something, a situation or someone, and to be able to face the reality of the surrender. It's, it's such a important piece. So I need to move on. We are here to do a virtues pick for week number four. We have understanding. Understanding is having clear insight into ideas and feelings. We thoughtfully seek to comprehend the full truth. We are mindful of what is most important. We are deeply present to others with compassion and accuracy, helping them to discern their own clarity. We go the extra mile to put ourselves in another's shoes in order to forgive. We treasure knowledge and use our mind as tools to explore what is real and true. We cherish the ability to see the whole picture. And on the back of the card is a quote by Vincent van Gogh that says, if one is master of one thing and understands one thing well, one has at the same time insight into and understanding of many things. The practice of understanding. I reflect on the meaning of ideas. I have empathy for others' feelings. I am mindful of meaning. I am a discerning listener. I call on empathy in order to forgive. I value knowledge and perceptiveness. I am thankful for the gift of understanding. It enlightens my viewpoint. As we navigate week number four of January 2023, how does the virtue of understanding help? Consider this week what gifts understanding has to bring. What are we being deeply present to? Are we presenting ourselves with vibration of understanding so other people um, feel comfortable enough to let us help them find their own truth or discern their own clarity so so what do we need in order to step back again it, to me it speaks about surrender and not being caught up in the future or the past, but being surrendered to this moment, 
every moment is now. Every single moment is now. My mother, who had Alzheimer's at the end of her life, taught me more about being in the present moment than anyone I have ever followed on social media or read a book from. She lived in the moment. There was no other time. She couldn't hold the memories of two seconds ago, let alone the past, and eventually became nonverbal. And, um, you know, it's just striking me right now. Understanding was a huge gift in helping me to communicate with her when she was in that state because we there was this whole dialogue communication wise that would that was nonverbal and um just so very interesting i could do a whole podcast on my mom and at the end of her life and um and the spiritual teachings that came to me while i was walking with her and you know living her dying in, in the last few days of her life. Yeah, so this week, understanding is going to help me, I think, just get really clear and quiet. And um, the other thing about this card is the reflection. It's a, it's a drop of water rippling. That's very meaningful for me as well. And uh, so I'll be painting painting water this week. Thank you once again for taking time with me this week for the Virtues newsletter. I hope some of my reflections and the virtue of the week will help you to maintain a more integrated relationship with yourself. And I trust that we'll be back together next Monday. Have a wonderful week.